Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. Helome is a biological age tracking app that uses biomarkers and analytics to provide information on age progression. By monitoring habits and analyzing aggregate details from blood tests and wearables, the app is able to make recommendations for longevity. Here to tell us more about this platform is Helome's founder, Nikhil Yadala. Hi, Nikhil, and welcome to the NutriCast. Hi, Dania. Thanks for having me here. Uh, it's a pleasure. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on. I find this topic so fascinating. Anytime we can get away from the one-size-fits-all scenario and kind of get into that personalized health, I'm I'm all about it. So before we get into the platform, let's take a look at, you know, how we got here. What's your background and what got you interested in machine learning and then biological aging? Sure. Uh, my background has primarily been in computer science and machine learning for the last eight years or so. And I used to majorly work at the intersection of machine learning and computational health or computational biology. It was always interesting to see how when you search uh, a video in YouTube or when you listen to a song in Spotify, you get a very personalized curated list of other videos or audio that you would want to listen. And there is a lot of machine learning processing that happens on the back end. However, when it comes to healthcare scenarios, like what's the best supplement you should take or what's the best drug you should take for your condition, there is little to no machine learning that's generally used, uh, like computer science and ML as a field has advanced a lot. And all these advancements are just being used for recommendations and ads, but nothing into healthcare. So that's how I got more interested into this intersection. And secondly, if I were to help people improve their health, the biggest bottleneck to the healthcare research or in general, any health of an individual at a personal level is their aging. Even if you are perfectly healthy, you age, your risk of diseases grows exponentially. So the best thing we could do in terms of preventative care is to slow down the process of aging. So this thought process and my skills in machine learning has like, you know, enabled me to finally put all my focus into this specific aspect of biological aging. Yeah. So tell me about that. How does the process work? So when it comes to trying to be healthy, you can go and ask any person, what does it mean to be healthy? Everyone may have a different answer to it, but at the crux of it, it always boils down to a few specific things. For example, you want to sleep better. You would like to have good energy levels throughout the day to do the work that you are passionate about, and you would like to have less stress doing it. So, you know, energy, sleep, and stress. These are the three main things that people focus on when it comes to being healthy. And over the long run, you would like to have less risk of diseases like cancers or any neurodegenerative disorders or age-related diseases. So uh, when it comes to uh, aging slower, at the end of the day, it always just boils down to these four metrics. One is biological age, which changes over the long run. And then stress, sleep, and energy scores, which fluctuate throughout the day. So Hilo, as a product and a service, helps you figure out how you can manipulate or optimize your habits to 
improve all these scores on a day-to-day -day basis. Your habits could be anything. For example, number of cups of coffee you have in a day or amount of tea you consume or how much you run or how many supplements do you take and what dosage is it at. Your habit could be anything. You would be able to track its specific impact and find out any causal correlations with this were these intended outcomes at a personal level and we help you figure that out and eventually as you optimize your health we have built an aging clock which is based on a few blood parameters you would do a blood work you could get it done from anywhere and you would use that blood work to see if your biological age has slowed down or not you know in response to all the things that you did to improve your health we would like to quantify how much of an impact has it had on your overall health? And so you take this test, right? And then you incorporate some of these suggestions. And then do you, I imagine you retest after so long? Yeah. So the we recommend the biological age testing to be done once in four to six months because age typically doesn't move that fast on a day-to-day -day basis unless you are indulged in extreme activities. The recommendation on how to actually improve your scores is not solely on the age. It's coming from your variable integrations. You would be, you could be using any variable like Whoop, Fitbit, or Garmin, and we link all of that information with your habits to figure out if there is anything we could, for example, do in terms of modulating your coffee intake or the timings of the coffee intake so that your scores are better. The blood test is basically more like a validation over the long run. And to give you a broader a direction of where you are supposed to head, but the minor or the micro actions on day-to-day -day basis are obtained by these variables and habit tracking. Okay. What sort of technology are you using? So when it comes to blood work, we do not do any blood work. You have to get it done from any laboratory. We specifically look for the parameters that insurances already pay for at least once a year, which is uh, standard biochemistry panel, kidney panel, liver panel, and triglyceride panels. Uh, and you could get it done anywhere in the world, not necessarily any specific country or a state. And you would just have to give us access to these reports for us to do the uh, analysis. And uh, when it comes to variables, uh, our platform is able to integrate with any variable, whatever health variable that you have on both Android as well as iOS. And it links all of this data uh, along with the blood work to give you all these uh, scores. So it's a mobile based app and it's direct to consumer. Uh, so you would be able to just you know have the app in your phone that's continuously tracking everything that you give it access. So what would you say makes this different than than other products out there that offer something similar? Generally, whenever you have a variable or even when you do a blood test, right, you have a bunch of parameters. If you do a blood test, you have some lymphocyte count, neutrophil count, albumin to globulin ratio. They're like a bunch of parameters like this, your cholesterol levels. And if you use a health variable, you have, uh, for example, uh, sometimes your energy score, respiratory rate, number of steps, number of calories burned, temperature, SpO2. So it's, it's basically too much of information. And as an end user, 
you would have no clue on what exactly are you going to do with all this information. You get no actionable insight to actually improve your health. Everybody buys these variables and tests with an intention to become healthier. And after they do get the results, that's the end of it. Like they never has, people never had a way to move forward and actually take insights out of this data and do something actionable to become more healthy or to remove the risk of whatever decisions they have. So in Halo, all of this data is first of all consolidated into only four parameters that actually matter to you. First one is age, stress, energy, and sleep. So you don't have to look at a bunch of other variables or parameters and, and get confused. Second, since your habits are being tracked automatically, you get to know what is the precise action item that you could take to have a change in your health progression? Uh, this is not available in general. If you buy any variable, you would not know. Like you need to do your own analysis and try to figure out what works, what doesn't work. Typically, the issue with it is humans are very complex. We indulge in a lot of activities throughout the day. And the kind of activities that we indulge in and the kind of stress levels we deal with actually vary a lot from day to day. So it's humanly impossible to find a causation for an outcome, right? If I have a cup of coffee right now, let us say I did not sleep well tonight. It's not so easy to say that this cup of coffee was the reason why I'm not able to sleep tonight after 13 hours. Probably I'm most stressed today uh, because of my work and that could be the reason, right? So as humans, it's difficult for us to find out these causalities. But for machine learning models, it's given access to enough data points. It's quite easier to assess the correlations and sometimes the causality. So it helps you really boil down to a specific action item and you can help uh, and will help you modify that. And I think that answers the crux of it. But the second most important thing is you're doing all these things to become healthier and improve these scores, but are you really getting healthier? If somebody says you to cut down alcohol, and let's say you cut it down, you always still have a question, right? Like, I mean, have I really got any healthy? I do not know. Nobody ever knows. So, which is why we use biological aging as a north star metric, and the aging clock is designed in such a way that one year decrease in this aging clock's number would mean an exponential decrease in the risk of age-related diseases. So it's a true indicator of your overall health status that would help you guide and validate your action items. General product do not give you any metric that you could track as a North Star metric. You did such a nice job explaining that. So I've done tests like this, and I've seen my biological age and chronological age sort of lining up, and it tells me, you know, what age my liver is or, you know, my heart or things like that. And it's very fascinating, but at the end of the day, what do you do with that information? So you're saying that you're different because you actually give users actionable things to do. Yes. And really digging deeper into uh, one of the things about our aging clock is that since the clock uses the parameters that I just uh, described a few minutes before, our standard biochemistry, kidney, liver, and triglyceride panels, there is an enormous amount of information 
not just online but also to nutritional and dietary coaches and also to providers on how you can manipulate specific blood markers if you if somebody's glucose levels are high or if their cholesterol levels are high there is a lot of information in our current healthcare ecosystem which we can use to become healthier and so the test even though it measures only biological age but the precursor to that is all these parameters and we have enormous literature on how to modify them so what are some common things that might be recommended? Change of diet, add more vitamins, exercise, anything else? Yeah, I'd say intermittent fasting, regular exercising, and sleep being one of the biggest uh, indicators of your next day focus on energy levels. Again, the issue is not everybody, I mean, intermittent fasting, again, is might not be good for everyone to do. When people suggest these protocols, they suggest generally for a broad audience based on the experiments done either in animals and sometimes in humans. But most of the trials that you see, they are done on perfectly healthy people. But in reality, most of us, uh, at least if you are beyond 30 years, you would probably have at least one condition, maybe a chronic inflammation or just some allergies to something, whatever it is, right? So depending on the drugs that we take, intermittent fasting might not be good for an individual. So it's really difficult to suggest the thing. There is actually no one solution fits all approach here. Everybody has to figure out what works for them at a very personal level. And I think that's one of the biggest limitations of the current approaches for personal health. You never reach the personalization aspect of it. We are always stuck at reading something online or reading some blog about a supplement. And we have to take our own decisions on how much of fasting should I do. But we are not doctors. We are not trained to catch real signals from our data. So basically, Broadly, it is this, and also there are some supplements, but the best way to know what you should do is to actually self-experiment slowly with the permission of your provider and figure out what's the best protocol. Definitely. So I know you gave this a try, of course. What insights did you pull? I'm wondering, were there any surprises for you? Yeah, actually, I have two kinds of insights. One is... uh, about myself, uh, having been used this platform for uh, several months. And my second kind of insight is how people are, like I have talked with multiple people uh, who have been using our product to figure out like how this has been helpful for them. Majorly, uh, when it comes to people, it has helped people to figure out what's the best food items that they could have to reduce chronic inflammation. Since you track your habits every day and you are trying to maximize your scores, you're also incentivized to do that. So, you know, it's uh, it's one of the processes that we do to make the process of getting healthy a fun process rather than a boring task. And people have eventually figured out what food items actually give rise to some inflammation, which, you know, decreases certain scores throughout the week. Um, it might not be visible to you in a week, but however, if you are using this platform for months, like it's a couple of months, every week you have a bit less of your energy levels or a bit less sleep curve. At the end of eight weeks or 10 weeks, all of this is productivity lost that gets accumulated cumulatively. 
So I think uh, figuring out what food items help you better is one of the best use cases that people have found. And for me personally, I figured out that anything that has uh, tomatoes or red peppers, I don't feel anything internally, but my vitals go bad if I if I have anything anything with uh, tomatoes or red peppers. And that's because, uh, I mean, eventually I figured out that it's because they have lectins and I am and my body's inflammatory system is super reactive to that. Second thing I figured out is coffee doesn't affect my sleep. So I can drink coffee anytime. It's also like very quantitative metric. You know, when you have alcohol, for example, it may feel that you are sleeping better, but the quality of sleep declines dramatically after you have alcohol. So uh, the uh, quality of the sleep as well as uh, the intended cycles of REM, non-REM, deep sleep, all of it changes drastically in a non-healthy way. So when we measure sleep like this, coffee doesn't impact me. So these are the two things I learned about myself. That's so fascinating, especially considering that you said, you know, you didn't feel it, but the data told you you need to avoid anything like spices and, and tomato. Yeah. And as I avoid it, uh, I have avoided it for a period of six months, right? And I do blood tests again, and my biologic has decreased. It, it improved. Really? So what was your biological age uh, before and after, if you don't mind me asking? So before doing this uh, protocol, it was uh, around 30. After doing this for two years, at the end of two years, it's 28. So in two years time of continuously doing this, it went from 30 to 28. But when I also did it, like I do it every six months, right? So I see a continuous decrease every time I do this. But also keep in mind that my decrease in the age is not only because of this. I also do intermittent fasting and exercise. So these three things together has helped me decrease that. I was already doing intermittent fasting and exercise even before I stopped these food items, but my age progression has still been higher. However, when I started adding this into this protocol as well, then it started decreasing. I love that. And so this is available direct to consumer, right? Yeah. Okay. In March, you announced a $300,000 pre-seed fundraising round. What do you want to do with those funds and how's it going so far? Yeah, we have been onboarding a lot of users, uh, cohort-wise, for us to deliver the best support to the existing people. We are going to use these funds for more and more user acquisition and also operationally helping people get their blood work done. We don't uh, really do our own blood work, but we can help you get it done if you do not have it already and uh, help get you know, insurance, uh, pay for it and stuff like that. But what we are also doing right now is we have rolled out this new feature, which is called Longevity GPT. So it's your personalized AI-based longevity and health coach that's in your WhatsApp or Telegram, whatever messaging service that you use. So it connects with the app and you could ask any health questions or longevity questions and you get an answer that's personalized to you. And every line in the answer is backed up by a research paper, a specific passage in a research paper. So if you are curious to explore like what's happening on the side of research about specific things that matter to you, 
you would be able to use this bot in a conversational manner, use a chat GPT for delivering the final can, uh, conversations, but it's linked with our health data as well as the research papers uh, that we try to fetch the answers from. Very cool. So you're working on some operational aspects as well as user acquisition. From what you said, the onboarding is underway. How can people get involved? You know, how can they do this if they're interested? Sure. They could go to the website, keylome.one. And uh, if you sign up over there to be part of the waitlist, and uh, you would be getting the next bill, our typical bill cycle is once every week. So within a week time, you should be able to get access to all of these platforms, uh, the app, including the bot and everything. Okay, and from what I read, the platform is offering services. It's through a private beta waitlist. The goal is increasing its user base to 100,000. Is that right? Yeah. And they just need to visit helome.one, O-N-E. Yes. Okay, great. Like one of the things that you could also do is as you are a member of this product and service, you also get to attend uh, some of our meetups, virtual meetups, and meet uh, similar people who might share similar health goals as you. So we are trying to do it in a bit closed manner as of now. Yeah. Interesting. And before I let you go, Nikhil, what's next for you? So we are trying to basically improve our user base and give them a much better and smoother user experience. So, So I would say the best thing that I could ask for is for people to try out and use this and get healthier and be part of this ecosystem by being present in these meetings. Other thing that you could do that we are focusing on next from August of this year is as an end user, you get to participate in trials for supplements. It's the same supplements that you already take, except that you would now be part of a trial that involves that supplement if you would like to and you get paid for it. So uh, we're trying to you know, really make it uh, fun and also incentivize users for trying to be healthy. So the trials on the supplements is one of the next programs that we are going to start towards August of this year. Well, I'm definitely interested. I'm all about supplements, so you'll have to let me know about that. As Nikhil stated, the platform currently offers services through a private beta waitlist with the goal of increasing its user base to 100K. If you are interested in getting on that waiting list, you can visit helome.one. That's H-E-A-L-O-M-E dot O-N-E. Helome founder Nikhil Yadala, thank you so much for joining me here on the NutriCast and congrats on this exciting endeavor. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Daniel. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to the NutriCast wherever you get your podcasts. You can also head to NutriIngredients-USA.com for even more Nutri-related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutriCast next week.